Well, it's time now for Making Sense of the Markets with Lori Pinkowski, our Senior Vice President and Senior Portfolio Manager at Raymond James. Good morning, Lori. Good morning, Simi. How are you on this beautiful sunny day in Vancouver? It just feels like a good day, right? Because two it days is. in a row of summer, so we'll take it. There you go. <laughs> and, two, and two up days on the market. Well, is that sunshine yeah, doing well, good things for the market as well? Uh, well, there's a, there's a few uh, bits of news here that are uh, pushing markets higher. Obviously, there's some decent uh, vaccine news out there again. Uh, and also, the Bank of Canada left rates unchanged, which is to be expected. Um, you know, and this is all while we're seeing, again, more cases in the U.S. in terms of COVID, uh, more shutdowns in California. Uh, but in Canada here, you know, um, we've managed the virus much better. I mean, we only saw 565 cases on Monday. Um, and, of course, Trudeau announced uh, further travel restrictions with the U.S. border, which I know a lot of uh, B.C. residents are, are hoping uh, for. Yes. Uh, but in terms of markets uh, trading back to their near recent highs, um, and uh, when you look at the S&P 500, it's actually turning positive on the year, uh, which I'm happy to uh, to announce. And so it's been uh, quite a roller coaster. Of course, you still have the Dow down near to date and the TSX. Uh, and we're also seeing earnings coming out uh, already as well. So so it's a, it's a mixed bag of news out there, but markets are liking what it sees. It's interesting, though, isn't it, that even though the situation in the United States is so bad, that the markets down there still seem to be doing well. Yeah, you know, I think that's the number one question we're getting um, from investors is just, you know, why are the markets continuing to move higher when there's so much uncertainty? And, you know, we've talked before, the markets like to climb a wall of worry, as they say, but also there's been just so much stimulus thrown at the economy. And, you know, in my opinion, I think that's going to continue and possibly until we see a vaccine. I mean, I don't know that governments around the world have any other option uh, when we're seeing, you know, economic shutdowns or, of course, when the economy is reopened and they're forced to reshut again. Um, so those are things that we're watching very closely. Um, and then, of course, with earnings, uh, we're seeing companies beating expectations. And so that's, a, that's another reason why you're going to see markets move higher and interest rates are going to remain low for some time. Right. We heard about the jobs numbers. Those came out on Friday. How is, what's the reaction been like to those? Yeah, you know, when we're looking at um, the jobs numbers, um, the unemployment rate dropped to 12.3% from 137 950,000 jobs were added back in June. So this is positive news that jobs are being added back. But of course, when you think about 12% unemployment, I mean, that's, that's a huge amount of, of people not working. Um, and of course, the, the hardest hit area is hospitality and food services, travel, leisure, all those sorts of areas. And what I was surprised to see is how many um, people are, are, are not working in terms of, of, of young people in our communities. Uh, youth unemployment is now sitting at 29%, uh, which, is, which is huge, right? So I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there helping their, their kids right now. Uh, but again, remember, things will change and things will evolve and businesses will adapt. Uh, and what we're looking for is that those jobs come back. Any market reaction to that fiscal update that we had from the BC government yesterday? 
No, I would say when we get the, those kind of those kinds of updates, it doesn't affect markets, but it does affect our day to day lives. Um, you know, at this point, when we're talking about a twelve and a half billion dollar deficit in 2020 here in BC, I mean that's uh, that's a huge amount. But uh, we all know why that is. It's because of the stimulus. It's because of lost revenue caused by business closures and mass layoffs. So again, they have to support the economy uh, to a large extent in order to keep things moving until we do see a vaccine or or a treatment or something in the future. So so again, these aren't numbers we like to see um you know what what we, we kind of look to the future is is you know our, how are the how is this going to be paid down at some point uh and usually that's by higher taxes and in bc we're kind of taxed to death at this point so you know i mean i, I don't know what the future holds in terms of, of of taxes uh but at this point they have to uh make sure that uh, families are able to feed their children and people are not going to lose the roofs over their heads so so that was kind of the report that we saw um and the bc economy was actually stronger going into this uh, than some of the other provinces. So hopefully uh, we will come out of it okay. Okay, well, let's talk about people's portfolios right now then. Is the kind of the asset mix that people have in those portfolios, is that changing at all? Yeah, you know, we're often getting the question whether investors should be raising more cash right now that we've seen a strong market recovery and uh, we're still seeing covid uh, all around the world, uh, and in many cases, worse numbers than we saw a few months ago. Uh, so people are going, okay, well, things have recovered. Should I be raising more cash? And, you know, again, we try not to predict and, uh, in terms of the portfolios that we manage, and we'll react really quickly to raise cash if we see markets change course. But at this point, we don't believe that it's necessary unless you have short-term needs for cash. So, uh, for example, if your business is uh, still suffering due to the impact of COVID uh, and you need more of a cushion just in case this lasts longer than you anticipate, uh, or you need to set money aside for a real estate purchase or you're helping your, your children, whatever it might be, if there's a need for cash in the you know, three to six months moving forward, then you might want to raise a little bit of cash. But at this point, the market seemed very strong. Uh, and it uh, appears that they're c- going to continue on this move as the rebound uh, continues going forward. Okay, so then where do you kind of position your clients then? Well, I would say that it really depends on the conversations that we have with people. Um, I don't believe in the cookie cutter approach. I don't believe that just because you're retired or just because you're 80 years old or whatever the case may be, or you're 40, uh, that you should have more in stocks or more in equities versus less. Uh, it really depends on the investor personality. Everybody is different. Everybody handles volatility uh, differently. Again, we're very active with our asset allocation for clients, so we don't often have clients calling us uh, asking uh, to make changes uh, because we're already doing that. Um, at this point, I would say most clients are kind of geared towards a moderate growth type of portfolio. Uh, many have kind of 60 to 70% in, in equities, uh, and the rest will be a mix of uh, fixed income, bonds, or, or cash. And again, it really depends on where they are in life and their situation, but we want to participate in this rebound, um, you know, so sitting on the sidelines waiting for the what if scenario, uh, you know, you'd probably be sitting in cash since 2018 and when the trade war crash was going on. I mean, you can be worried about everything forever, but at this point, you just want to make sure that your financial advisor uses an active strategy that they're willing to raise cash should the tide change in markets. And I think that's what's most important because nobody has a crystal ball of, of, mm-hmm. of how this is going to 
uh, kind of unfold over the next 12 months. But what I do feel, as I've said many times, I feel March was the low. I don't think we're going to see that again. But it's vital that you and your financial advisor are reviewing your portfolio, talking about it, or that they have uh, an active management strategy. Now, we heard also from the Bank of Canada today, they're holding the interest rate as is. Any reactions to that? Uh, I mean, it's it's obviously positive when rates are not uh, going up, but there is probably nobody in Canada that thought that they would at this point. And they're talking about um, having interest rates uh, remain low for years to come. Like this isn't a, you know, a, a few month thing. This is going to be for some time and that will help the economy kind of get back on its feet. But of course, number one is we need people to be working. Uh, lower interest rates don't really help. Uh, people aren't going to be getting loans and mortgages and be, uh, we're not going to see super high consumer spending or any of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff unless people are getting their own income and not just the stimulus from the government because that's not enough for many families uh, going forward. All right, Laurie, listen, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. That is Laurie Pinkowski. Now, Laurie is away next week, so there won't be a Making Sense of the Market segment with her until the week after. But of course, she has a well-deserved week off. We hope she enjoys that. And if you do have any questions or want to talk to the Pinkowski Wealth Management team directly, you can give them a call, 604-915-LORI, or you can visit their website at pinkowski.ca.